We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sandiari here, Aaron Larsoul across from me. We are recording this after a 132-95 Warriors win over the San Antonio Spurs. Much needed positive juju after what was kind of a disappointing loss in Sacramento that took the Warriors to 0-7 on the road. Um, We're going to consider this kind of like a recap of both games type of thing, but Aaron? Yes? I think we got to start with the most important question of the show, which is Jimmy Garoppolo courtside (laughs) (laughs) with with Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, and Cal Juszczyk. Yeah, the entire entire white uh, uh, skill position contingent of the 49ers, yes. Oh, I, I do. Um, I do appreciate when you get cross Bay area sports, um, love when they're in the court side, uh, Friday night, you had Debo and Ayuk uh, at the game against Cleveland. The one where Steph hit, um, everything. Like, yes. <laughs> Actually, I was trying to single it on a single bucket and you were correct. It was everything. It just, you know, one of those, one of those type of nights, but yeah, Warriors six and eight right now. We mm-hmm. there's a lot of things to talk about, but I feel like the overarching first theme from the Spurs game is Jordan Poole. Um, yes, and um, this is was his first, and especially in the first half, this was his breakout. And um, the bench, including the pool party lineup, but it, it basically anytime Steph is not out there, the bench has been everybody else has been a disaster. Tonight was his best game of the season, and it felt for quite a bit like Steph would... I mean, Steph felt passive, but it was okay. And this was the first game that Steph did not lead the team in scoring. And uh, this was the first game that kind of felt like, oh, wait, there's there's that guy. there. There's Jordan Poole, the guy that we have seen before, the guy that the, the Warriors committed, you know, 10,000 million... $50, $11 million to, um, there he was. 
You're listening to the Pacific Catch post game show, the Light Years Pacific Catch post game show, sustainable West Coast eating. Wednesday, we have an announcement about their new food lineup. Okay. You guys are going to be very excited about this. I am personally excited about it because I've sampled it. Uh, but I am. Me and, me and a- you are going. I'm coming we- in town Saturday. Me and, and me and you are going. Absolutely. Locations in every county in the Bay Area. Um, easily my favorite takeout spot. I My go-to for Warrior Games. But I'm not at liberty to talk about said menu until Wednesday, until our mm. son's post game show. So this mm. is what we like to call a little little teaser till mm-hmm. we get there. But let's let's get to what you're talking about. So Jordan Poole's best game of the season. Also starting Clay Thompson sitting on the back to back. Jordan Poole, 13 for 20, 36 points, 29 minutes. He could have gone for 50. Like uh, 36 yes. and three quarters. Very impressive. It wasn't just the buckets. Like we know he can get hot. We know he can get as hot as anyone not named Steph Curry. Or Clay. he can he Maybe. can <laughs> interestingly he can, enough. He can score with the best of them. Yeah. Um, it was how in flow they played that was encouraging. Like it felt like Warriors basketball. This early season has not felt like Warriors basketball. It's felt like the Kelly Oubre era. Uh, which you know, <laughs> no one's no no one asked for a return to that. Um, I mean, you were a Wanamaker fan, so I. One of these I days, held, I'm going to release the text, but you were a Wanamaker. I held fan. this. You know what? Like I, I was, um, I was like a a person who who bought a little too much in FTX. You know, I I over leveraged <laughs> there. I over leveraged there. Uh, I got burnt. Was not was not my best take. That's that's just a factual <laughs> statement. I thought I, uh, you know, I thought really... Wanamaker would be able to hit a shot. I'm just sorry. Yeah, well, I, I thought well, he would be well. able to hit a shot at some point. Um, uh, as it relates to Pool, I think that from what I've seen this year, it was his most decisive game. And yeah, he has he has all that stuff. He has like you know the full the handle package. He has all of that, mm-hmm. but he is best when he is decisive, meaning straight line drives using that handle to get to the rim. He's a good finisher at the rim or catch catch and shoot stuff. He's a good passer. Um, he's had some issues with that, with turnovers earlier in the year, but it, it felt like his most decisive game today. And I think that was largely why he was so successful. And do you think it's a coincidence that, and look, I'm not like LeBron has done this sort of thing. Kobe used to kind of do this sort of thing. And so I, I, I'm not, I'm not suggesting it. I'm actually curious. I don't know the answer to this. After Steph came out and was the most boisterous about how poorly the bench has been playing, though some guys in the past have said, "Okay, like you're gonna, I'm gonna take a step back," and you guys got it. Uh, do you think it's coincidental that that happened today, and and Jordan looked like Jordan again today? I think. So here's what I think. Jordan Poole started today and he only starts when Clay sits, at least right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jordan has looked his best with the Warriors when he's played around high IQ players. Uh, let's just call it what it is. The Warriors motion offense is based off the idea that front court players predominantly can make decisions to find guards relocating. Yes. If you're Steph Curry, it doesn't matter because you can hit garbage at like a freakishly efficient rate. For most people, 
Um, if you're going to play that way, if Jordan Poole is not, if you're not going to give him the ball quick, he's going to get stuck into taking kind of a difficult 18 dribble shot, right? And he mm-hmm. was doing a lot of that in the early part of the season. Play him around Draymond Green, Steph Curry, Looney, Wiggins. He gets in a rhythm. And then, like every good player, once you start feeling it, the hoop gets huge and you're not stopping him. I do think he looked a lot better playing next to the starters. It also speaks to how weak the bench was in the early part of the season because last year's bench um, had a lot of veterans on it. Otto Porter, veteran. GP2, veteran. Um, Damian Lee for and Juan Toscano-Anderson for you know all the criticism they got. Those are 29-year-old players who just fundamentally got what the Warriors wanted to do. Bielitsa, those guys are all veterans. So I think for the first part of the season, Jordan Poole is in a lineup that was incapable of playing that way. But it's the Warriors, and Steve Kerr is going to bludgeon them to try to play that way. Uh, He got stuck in this no-man's land of not knowing whether to create or what to do. And that, and that's the type of thing that's Jordan pool into dribble and circles mode, which is where he's not his best. Right. So I think it all ties together, but it just reminds you, if you get Jordan pool functioning in the right lineup, like he is a dangerous, dangerous player. Yes. And especially when he can play off of the space he gets from Steph mm-hmm. or theoretically in a pool party lineup, with clay also even when clay is not shooting the ball well he is still like five alarm fire every time he touches the ball you know what was what was interesting to me and and i'm trying to put a fine point on this but early in the game even when the warriors were were you know winning the minutes the warriors are at a an athletic disadvantage at just like against everyone it seems like and so the way to over and that just makes the game so difficult you got to execute at a higher level. You have to execute. Giving, yeah. You have to be smart and you have to be skilled. And the Warriors have the execution and the smarts and the skills to overcome that. But then when the bench come, I mean, the only guys that are not at an athletic disadvantage against most of the league are Kaminga and Wiseman. But they are not clearly not ready yet. I, I think Kaminga should be playing more, but they're not ready yet. So Best game of the it, season. We'll get to them a little later. What it takes to overcome the athletic disadvantages is the smarts and the skill and the execution. And the Warriors bench just doesn't have that. So when they're trying to run the same stuff, the same precise stuff, and they're an athletic disadvantage, because they are, but, and they don't have the skill and the IQ for it, I think this is why the Warriors are getting in trouble with the bench. Because the starters have the IQ and skill and reps, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to overcome their physical disadvantages. And the yeah. bench, when they're still trying to play Steph ball, they don't have that. Which is why I, there was an interesting, I, don't, I think it was in The Athletic today. Um, and I think I've seen you tweeting about it. Oh, friend of the show, Mark. Yeah. So um, back, you know, back in the day, when you, the the bench would try to slow the game down and take possessions right. out of it. Um, right. When you're, when you're the Dream worst team. I was talking about this. Yeah. When you're the worst team in college football, right? If you slow the game down and make fewer possessions. It's fewer chances for the, the better athletes. And we see this more you. in college basketball than any other absolutely. sport. It's like, absolutely you're right. not, you're not trying to run with Kentucky. You're trying to make it a single possession. You're trying to slow it down the whole, but be- I think because of pool mostly in his, his like discount Steph act, mm-hmm. when the bench often keeps trying to do the same thing 
and right. playing fast and shooting a bunch of threes, and they're not capable of doing that. So the possession game gets too big. And instead of losing those minutes 12 to 12 yeah. to 8, <laughs> they lose them, they lose them 26 to 4, and then you know the right, stars have right. to come back in and, and bail them out. Which is an interesting point, and uh, it does speak to kind of the Warriors. You know, it's like Steph's explosive. Let's just keep it close when he's off the floor and trust trust 30 is going to be fine if we don't, like, put him in a 10-point hole, which is what they've been doing most of this year. So um, I thought that was an interesting point that Draymond brought up and, and you brought up right there. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let's let's get back to the the Jordan Poole thing. This is going to be an obvious question that people are going to ask. Clay Thompson's playing awful. Um, mm-hmm. We can talk through all the reasons. I think I think he I think he opened the season out of shape. I think well, he the whole he, he didn't play he didn't play over yeah. the summer or so, in preseason. Yeah, he wasn't in game shape, um, and I don't think he's made full amends with his body in terms of who he is now. Physically. He said on the broadcast he's 100%. I think he's Yeah, lying, but but you but know what I mean. What you yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he's lying, he's, but that's what he said. He's I'm not sure he's comfortable with who he is as an athlete relative to who he was prior. Jordan Poole looked pretty fucking good next to Stars mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Do they need to consider lineup changes? They won't. So like, it's almost not worth discussing because they won't. They just won't. Are um, you sure they won't? Should they should they? I don't know. But they there is no chance. There is a 0.0% chance that Steve Kerr is sending Clay Thompson to the bench. 
It's just not happening. And let's be fair. Clay Thompson played more minutes in the playoffs than anybody else on the Warriors last year, and they won the title. But Clay's not right. Clay isn't right. And I think it is mostly like the, the defense, that guy that was among the best defenders on planet Earth. I think that guy's gone. I think yeah. he can still be fine. I think he can still be fine. I think he can still be good. I think he was because fine. he's smart. A lot of the playoffs, yeah. He's smart yeah. and he's still big and strong. Like I think he can be fine. Elite, no, I don't think he can do that anymore. I think the biggest issue is Clay. Clay is still going to be one of the best handful of shooters on planet Earth. He just is. I think the problem though is because Clay is searching for that previous Clay that gets him into some bad habits offensively, putting the ball on the ground too much, fading, hunting shots. So I think he's developed some bad habits offensively because he's not that guy anymore physically. If Clay is willing to be a shooter and just a shooter, as opposed to a guy that is like, going a, to like do the it. normal shooter for most teams. Yeah. Yes. Then Instead I think he can still be, then I think he can still be elite, but I think it's almost a moot point because he's not going to get benched. And to his credit, because of the history he has, he is still a five alarm fire for every single defense. Every time he touches the ball. So yeah, no one not, wants even the, if he's no not making shots. Team, no one wants to be the team that he finds his old self against. And he will, right? He will. He's going yeah. to find that sometimes. Is it's not going to be as often. Like the but I think I think a lot of the problem, and we saw this early in his comeback, is he is searching a lot for game six clay. Right. Which gets him into doing things that he didn't do previously because he's hunting shots too much. Do you think well, well take out take out that? Do you think it would even benefit the team to swap him? Because part of me feels like the more clay is not superstar clay, mm-hmm. the more it's better for him to play with good players as opposed mm-hmm. to being in a bad lineup where he's hunting even worse shots. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So that, yeah, so that's the thing. I think that somebody who is going to lift up this clay, I think somebody that is going to lift up an offense mostly by themselves, Jordan Poole has a much better chance at it than Clay does. So mm-hmm. uh, just because of what he can do off the bounce um, still, and he's going to have the ball in his hands more. So no, I don't think it... It's also, and again, it's it's just, it simply isn't going to happen. Like, there isn't a world in which Steve Kerr benches Clay. It's just not going to happen. Not anytime. It's not it's not happening soon. All right. Um, friend of the show. Look, like, this could happen for two more years, and then maybe he would think about it. But, like, this is, it's just not happening. Yeah, maybe. Um, friend of the show, Shana Rubin, tweets what Steve Kerr said in the postgame press conference on potentially starting Jordan Poole more given his performance tonight Kerr says it's not something i'm thinking about right now Um, our starting five with clay has been really good this year the bigger thing is finding the right combinations off the bench there you go steve essentially echoing what aaron's saying um also like we all knew he was going to say that you know (laughs) let's be real you know what i think i think the, the bigger issue as it relates to this is I think the Warriors need to find because the pool party lineup hasn't been any good either playing both of them. And I think that is because 
there isn't a in the past whether it was uh auto porter whether it was kevin durant whether it was andre guadala whether it was sean livingston whether it was harrison barnes that the warriors had a forward a big forward that you could play with draymond at center that worked mm-hmm. and that guy just doesn't exist well, talking on this auto porter yeah yeah, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't exist on... Well, I mean, because Jamichael has been bad. Mm-hmm. So it just doesn't exist on this roster at this time. So I don't think there is something like that fastball that the Warriors have always had with Draymond at center. I, like, you, the only option at this point feels like the pool party lineup, which has been bad so far this year, right? If, if Wiggins has to be that guy, it seems like. So let's let's talk a little bit about tonight. So things that did work for the Warriors... Um, the second unit played well against the, the Spurs. They it did. also cost them the game with the night before against the Kings. And mm-hmm. one night's good second unit is not what has been the case going forward for most of the year for this team. So they're searching. Uh, to me, positives I saw for the second unit was it's the first time they reinserted Jamichael Green. It wasn't perfect, but they played him at the five. I think for purposes of the Warriors, he's just a five. He's not a four, you know? So that's one. Yeah, he, yeah Two, because he's not he's not good playing next to Draymond. So he has to be, yes. Agreed. And he's also not, like, skilled enough to play the, the four for the Warriors. The, the four for Agreed. the Warriors is a wing. It's, it's, you got to be a, Agreed. You gotta be a yeah. playmaker. Um, so Anthony Lamb played the four next to him. Anthony Lamb's been, I don't want to call him a revelation, but, like, he's maybe the eighth man in the rotation and which has it its speaks... own concerns but yes no it goes both ways it both speaks to how he fundamentally gets what the warriors want to do and how everyone they brought for the bench fundamentally doesn't it's mm-hmm. a they have to find a two-way guy who does so it, it's it's a double-edged sword right like you are correct if you're two-way signing who you did not even invite to camp and you figured two weeks into camp has superseded everyone. There's a roster construction question. Uh, but at the same time, we can also speak about him as who he is as a player and kind of how it's positive. What are you seeing from him that you think? Um, I mean, clearly he's like very trusted by Steve. Why do you think that is? Because he's a warriors guy because he's a little older and he knows where to be. I mean, look, he's also made, well, I don't know, what did he make, four or five threes tonight and made four or five threes in, uh, I think it was New Orleans, he made four or five threes. Um, so he's a he's a pretty good shooter, but Steve likes the like steady hand. I mean, this is also why Ty Jerome is on the team, right? And uh, Steve likes that, that archetype of player. He feels most comfortable and he can with... Shoot. He can shoot. No, he can shoot. Uh, yeah, again, what was he, four or five or five of six tonight? I mean, he's hitting, he's, and it's not just this game. He's been hitting. Yeah, New open, Orleans. He made four or five threes in New Orleans. Open too, yeah. shots on a, um, you know, he's open. It's a good look. Whether it goes in or out, it's a good look. But he, he, so the Warriors system, and, and, and Jordan Poole talked about this with, with uh, Tolbert and uh, Mullen, the, the run TMC guys, which was interesting. Shout out um, Flamingo. That... <laughs> Sam, what's your favorite animal, by the way? Um, 
probably uh, clearly you can tell I'm a big animal guy. Now. Yeah. Okay. Because I can't just because I answer it on. Oh, uh, but so they, but I'm going with a bulldog because they're just okay. they're just All right. okay. You know, All right. They so they bull. they talked about it on uh, the broadcast about how he just like knows how to play and knows what to do and that makes him feel very warriors e um like i kind of don't get it but really i no i mean i don't i don't i don't know it's i do get it because he's he is like he he's he's fine he knows what to do but he's not good enough to really like make an impact so i don't get why well, here's what I think they I think the two way guys, the two way slots were just given to Steve Kerr and said, do what you want to do. But I don't get playing them over the guys you're trying to develop. I don't like I do. I don't I get do. why Lamb is playing over coming. Let me let me answer that real quick. I'm going to I'm going to cut you off here. I'm yeah, go answer for that. It. And then we Your got show. a good super chat question. Your show. Um, I don't give a fuck about the development projects. The priority. <laughs> the priority <laughs> is. Steph Curry, mm-hmm. none of these guys will be as good as him. It's not even that's not even up for debate. nobody. The Warriors will ever have on their franchise in the history of the Warriors I'm, franchise will be I'm, as good as Steph Curry. There's like four players in NBA history I feel comfortable saying are better than Steph Curry. Um, this I'm is playing, it, Warriors fans. I'm, this I'm is playing it. the odds. He's a god. Go for it. And uh, you know what, Anthony Lamb, he has his limitations. He's definitely a system player. Yes. But in the Warriors system, he's useful. And I'm I'm tired of um development projects over the prioritization of the system, which has brought four titles and yeah. works best around staff. So fine, I get I it, even though fine. even though him. I do get your like I think he's my honest opinion is Steve is using this as a uh message to upper management to be like um, this guy's better than the guys you gave me, and this guy might not be an NBA player. We're not like like maybe, maybe you know. I mean, like he hasn't been anywhere else. Yeah, but you you get what I'm getting at there. No, no, um, fine, fine. I don't disagree with you. So then trade him. Then trade him. Maybe, maybe. But I do think um, I do think it's important that when we're talking about two timelines, that we remember there's really only one timeline that matters. Like it's cute, it's fun. Mm-hmm. We all want the scenario that uh, you know they find a guy and we don't have to deal with the 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 rebuild. It's life, right? I I think it's more important you just ride with what you have with Steph Curry. Uh, Tim, you want to bring up the first super chat first, then we get to the second one. Um, from the base mugs, Jakob Pertle. Took me a long time to figure out how to pronounce his name for whatever reason. Look good tonight. He looks good all the time because he's just like he's a good NBA player. And what he does well is very noticeable because it's so frustrating to the opposition. He's an incredible offensive rebounder. And that good passer. He can just play. He <laughs> like he can just play. But him on the offensive glass is so frustrating to fans of the other team that it sticks out. He's just, he's just plainly a good player. He's, he is good at basketball. Would you trade Wiseman and mm. a future asset for him? Because I think 
the pie in the sky scenario because their their contracts match. That's why it's mm-hmm. always going to be that conversation. Mm-hmm. They both make about nine and a half million. Um, and that's part of the reason Wiseman's always going to be the trade conversation piece, not only because he's not playing well, but also because he has a contract that is substantial those enough. Con- that those you mid-tier can, like, contracts yeah, are the ones you could, that, yeah. You could, you could yeah. find, because as, as, as far as I'm concerned, as frustrating as the Warriors are right now, they're like a bench veteran tweak away from being the Warriors, you know? Like, mm-hmm. um, and that's, in some ways, that makes them more frustrating, but that's a different conversation. Um, I don't think they could acquire Pirtle for just Wiseman based off of how Wiseman's playing right now and, like, the general outside of the Warriors uh, general perception of him is bust, you know, flyer project, right? Like other, if you're another team, what what do you think of Wiseman? You're like, I'll take a flyer on him, but I'm not like paying you for it. Right. So actually, I mean, the Spurs are, are, are kind of a unique case because what are like, what are they trying to do this year, next year or the year after anyway? Sure. Um, but if you're the Spurs, don't you ask for more? Of course you do. Of course you do, because Jakob Pertl is better at basketball than James like he's, a, he's objectively point. a starter yeah. on most teams in the league. Yeah. I don't think it's I think it's I think it's a question though for the Warriors because whose minutes is Pertle's not taking Wiseman's minutes, right? He would be taking uh he would be taking Looney's minutes. And so the the improvement in that or case is, is probably taking... incremental. Or is he taking Lamb and Jamichael Green's minutes? If you think of it sure. from, from the sure. perspective of... Are those guys of, playing in the playoffs, though? Looney, yeah, but Looney's only playing 24 minutes a game. Are those guys playing in the playoffs, though? Looney, Looney's And you're not, not playing You're not playing Pirtle and Looney and Draymond at center you, in course, the playoffs. Of course you are. No, in the play, not in the playoffs. You're playing all three of them in the playoffs at center? Yes. I, I do hear so, what you're saying. Okay, so I hear what you're saying. No, I wouldn't. He doesn't solve. Answer. You're you're not solving the the stretch for, but like I do think you're improving the roster. Absolutely, he is better at basketball than James Wiseman, and it's not close. Does adding a veteran like that, even though he's not the perfect fit, he's just a, you know, like the idea of Pirtle and Looney playing 48 minutes, like it's an attractive center combination for the Warriors, right? Like they both, they both fit what you need. Uh, It's productive, you know, defensive anchor, passing hub minutes. Like they make sense Um, in the regular season. And then it might make the game easier for a Moses Moody, for a Jonathan Kuminga. All of a sudden you're at 55 wins instead of 45 wins. Um, Made a, made a uh, liberal jump right there. In my mind, <laughs> but like you get what I'm saying. Like You're idea, counting Senate seats, okay. The idea of adding a veteran who is yes. reliable and fits the system can do a lot to uh, make everyone a little better. On oh no, team. I agree. I agree with that completely. I just don't know that I because of how little the Warriors want to play a traditional center when games matter. I you don't the love Warriors the idea do- of putting that many resources into essentially a guy who they're going to like, it's him or Looney, right? Correct. And when things really matter and when the Warriors are really trying to win games, we've seen for seven years 
it's going to be Draymond at center. So I don't know that I want to put that kind of, that kind of resources into like this is that's what Kevon Looney is for. Kevon Looney gets to absorb all of those minutes that you don't want Draymond to have to absorb at center in the playoffs. And he's yeah. become damn good at it and I was wrong and he's been much better. But to get another like traditional plotting center hmm, like, So you say it, it helps in the regular season I guess, but in the playoffs You'd rather yeah. you'd rather wait it out and see if you can get another player who amplifies your playoff rotation than um, just go for like that move. The Warriors need another guy that can play alongside their best players. We got another super chat from Awesome. I like this question. It's uh, it's despondent. Uh, it, it's it's perfect. All right, <laughs> you like is, it because it's despondent. Is this a lost season? Is a trade coming? Uh, we don't know the answer to that until June. The Warriors yeah, don't are, be don't be the no, Warriors are gonna make the playoffs. Period. The Warriors are going to make the playoffs. So you don't think it's a lost season? No, the Warriors are gonna make the playoffs. This has that, not I been th- good I so far, the... but the Warriors are gonna make the playoffs. And then let's see. The two timeline thing, right? It's such an interesting argument because is it working this year? No. Did it work last year? I mean, you could say no, but the Warriors won a goddamn title last year. So, yeah, it kind of worked last year. Relax. So, I, I like, um. <laughs> I, the process isn't great. I agree with that. But the results are what they are. The Warriors, the Warriors are the defending champions while going through the, the, the two-timeline thing. So, I don't know. It is not a lost season. The Warriors are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I, like, I agree. I agree. You can I have think... whatever expectation. Once the Warriors make the playoffs, what's good enough and what's not good enough? I think that's a fair conversation to have. How how more difficult is it in the playoffs, or are there injuries and whatever because of whatever like going through the mud is happening right now by choice? Mostly, sure. that's a fair conversation. But the Warriors are going to make the playoffs. I. It's too early to say it's a lost season. Um, do I think they need to make a trade? I think so, but I'm willing to also wait that one out just before definitive. But um, but I understand the question. I think the start's been disgusting. Um, I mean, they're 0-7 on the road. That's pretty... Yeah. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have a we have a topic to get to All right. before we move there. And we haven't discussed James, or sorry, we haven't discussed Jonathan Kuminka, who uh had his best game of the season for the Warriors tonight. Um, plus 24, 15 points, three rebounds, two assists, five seven, 
three or four on three. What I didn't I didn't start him in fantasy. Of course you didn't. I, I've been holding on out. He's been sitting. I've, he's I've, been sitting. He's been sitting on my bench. He's been sitting on my bench. That's my lottery ticket for when he bro, becomes I a picked superstar. Up, I just just to be clear, I picked up Dante DiVincenzo tonight. So and a start. Wow, you're really down bad. Um, I was just playing the lineup game, but anyway, that's a different conversation. Did you see anything that that you want to comment on about? Because he's he's been. In my opinion, he is the highest upside of the three young guys. He's the one that if you were to offer me a trade, I'm protecting the most. He's mm-hmm. the guy who I think uh, has the highest upside. And um, he's had a rough go of it, but I thought tonight you saw exactly how good he could be. So there's a lot here. I, I actually think Wiseman has the highest upside. I just think that he has the yeah, lowest chance of reaching it. So... like. Right. I, I think if I think Wiseman has an A plus upside, I just think he has like a one percent chance of reaching even B plus upside. So I think I think most outcomes have Kaminga as a higher upside, better player. So I don't know what it was or what it is that had him sitting, it, whatever lesson that Steve was trying to teach him. Um, I don't I don't know. But I have liked the last couple games specifically. I have liked what I've seen because he is doing a better job of leveraging his athleticism to do warrior stuff, if that makes sense, right? Like he's been able to attack people off the fake DHO. So I've liked, hopefully, whatever the problem was, the message has gotten through to him. Um, He's not shooting a bunch of threes. He's shooting, he made one tonight. But yeah, I mean, and here's the other thing, and this this relates to the the Otto Porter Jr. question and the Jamichael question and the Draymond question is, what position is he? Because when he plays with Anthony Lamb, like it looks like the Warriors are trying to do what they can do to make him a wing, and at least at this point in his life, he's not a wing. He's a four. He's just a four. And he can play some small ball five, but it looks like the way he had his most success at the three. I think it's worth noting. Yes. And I think, um, I agree with you. I think he's a four skill wise, but, um, if you put the right four and five around him, who can actually space the floor, he can play a wing position. Um, the Warriors don't have those guys. They got it tonight from Anthony Lamb. I, th- I honestly, that's why Lamb plays. That's why Lamb plays. I think it's, I think you and I can argue about Lamb's upside. Um, and I think we're probably aligned in saying he's a really good story in terms of like a Geely guy who's finding a role. But like, like G- if, but if we get to like, if we get to like late May, um, it's not who you want out there, right? Like that, that's yeah. just the reality of it, right? Correct. Um, but I think he's showing proof of concept of the idea of if you give the Warriors a veteran player like Otto Porter who could play this role, then you might actually be able to develop Kuminga the way you want to. Okay, right? yes. But Otto Porter was also the third pick in the draft, and Lamb has been like floating sure, around but everywhere. 14, but 14 hip surgeries and back surgeries <laughs> later, Otto Porter is a veteran minimum <laughs> guy. So you you know what I, you know what I'm saying fair, here. Fair like, enough. Fair like, enough. Like I'm not I'm not saying it's on I'm not saying you're wrong. Like Otto's 
significantly more talented than his role, but his body makes him a certain fair, role now. Fair enough. Yes. Fair enough. You're out here walking around like me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bro. I, I mean, it's it's both of us. We're, you know. Um, let's get to another super chat. We got another let's one. Do it. If they lose in the second round, no trade, why wouldn't Joe double down? I think that's a fear. I think that's a fear, right? The fear is this roster, which is unbalanced. It's like veteran. It's like seven veterans and seven children. Nice word for it. And um, if they lose, it gives them cover to be like, "See, we got to rebuild." You know. Um, Whereas you, I personally feel like they're two veteran tweaks away from being the best team in the league. Uh, because they were the best team in the league with two veteran tweaks last year, right? So, so doesn't um, it kind of? I guess in, in the way you're describing it, and I'm not sure I disagree with you, but doesn't that give Lake a cover e- either way? Because he gets to say, <laughs> "Last year we won, like it was a complete success. Look, I'm a genius. We'll do. We can do. We can do this." And then this year he can say, "It sucked. We we failed." So we really need to invest in the future. Like, so what is the, what is the uh, middle ground or so that you have to hold Lake up accountable? And by the way, I think he's right. He won last year. You and I both said, you better trade some of those young guys for some guys that can help. And we were sure. probably higher, right. Higher caliber players. We were probably right, but they won anyway. I mean, it wouldn't have hurt, but. They won they, anyway, so they, he yeah, was right. They didn't need to. That's for sure. So then, I guess, I guess, hopefully, if he doesn't this year and runs it back and does it again and it doesn't work, then you'd hope that maybe would lead to some. I just, I, just I, think it's, I think it's too early to tell, but I don't feel confident about it. And um, we have an interesting post game quote that ties into the weekend that Ooh. we're going to pull up here. Who? Friend from, of the show. From whom? From friend of the show, Marcus Thompson. Steve Kerr said James Wiseman is being sent to Santa Cruz tomorrow and will do an extended period to get some reps. Yeah. Um, so I know, I know, at least from what I've seen on Twitter, I know a lot of Warriors fans have, have wanted this. I kind of don't get it because... I know where you're going with this, but explain. The G League is not a place like because Warriors fans are like, well, look what happened with Jordan Poole, a guy who was also really talented and struggled early. But Jordan Poole had the ball the entire time and could do whatever he wanted and work through all of his whatever things. Right. The G League is not a place for big guys because all of those guys like Jordan Poole who get sent there are it's looking just for a bunch their of own. worse Jordan Pools. They're looking. They're looking for their own, which mm-hmm. I understand. They're trying to get their career back on track or somewhere. Big so Tyler, the G League big is, Tyler Dorsey energy. <laughs> that's that's exactly. That is precisely right. So I don't know like yeah, Wiseman needs reps. He does. He needs to play and he has been so bad. Should we, should we loan him to a second division Spanish side? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the other thing is that and you you have pointed this out maybe more than anybody I've seen. I that one of, if not his biggest deficiency is his aversion to contact. And look, there are pros and there are grown men, big guys in the G league, but those guys are not the physical specimens, the physical athletes that you're going to find in the NBA. So like, I don't, 
I mean, he does, but he does. I get it because he does need to play and he does need reps. But people that he can just overwhelm physically without having to actually use contact, and in a in a league in a game that does not just really feature big guys, yeah, like yeah, it yeah. doesn't like. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't in know. Some, what in he really some does. ways, I think it's a good thing because I don't. My biggest issue with well, my biggest issue with Wiseman is he hates contact. But my second biggest yes. thing is he doesn't want to do big man things in the Warriors system. He wants to be fed the ball in the post. Because that's because that's the only thing he's comfortable doing at this point. Sure. He needs to learn how to be comfortable getting the ball off the glass. He needs to learn how to be comfortable setting a screen and crashing hard. Yeah, Those but when he's things... playing against guys that are not like his physical equals, I mean, look, sure, look, I, okay, even okay, in the I, NBA, I guys where, aren't get, his physical equals. But... I get what you're saying. You're like, he, he's not going to learn that in the G League. No. Sure. But no, I but, but think... I also understand, like, what else are you going to do? Because he's not going to play for the big club. So what else are you going to do? I get the, the thinking. I just, I wouldn't have high expectations about it. Yeah, I think actually, if anything, going down to the G League is probably about building up his mental confidence. Because as whatever you think of him, he's playing below his ability right now. I agree with that. Um, I think he's slow defensively. I think he's got a lot of work to do to be a that. positive player. But he's like, at least as a rookie, he played with a little more aggression than this. And mm-hmm. right now, it's just uh, kid lost, not sure what he should do, not trying to step on other people's toes. He has all just, kind, he has all time great tools. And he's, he, he does. And he's lost right now. So if they can just get him mentally on track, maybe, maybe that helps. But yeah. You know what it, it reminds me of my, when I was in Portland, it, it reminds me so much of, of Greg Oden. G- Greg was, Greg was better than him, but Greg had like, better success than him. In the Greg, post, when, when Greg played, he was better, but, what like the weight of for Greg being the number one pick and for and Wiseman being the number two pick, the weight of that was so much for it seems it was for Greg and it seems for James. Like it was just so much. And then they both got hurt. And like the pressure of being hurt and not being able to contribute and watching in Greg's right. case, Kevin Durant and in, in James's case, LaMelo and Ant like have some success. Desmond Bain feels like it like really affected them, weighed on them both mentally. I know it did for Greg, it seems from the outside, like it does sure. for James. And that can be something that just breaks you. But they are both so physically talented. Greg was better when he played than James has been so far. Sure. But the like overwhelming physical talent. There's a limited number of people who have that type of uh, athleticism plus touch at that, and then they don't have that size. So, no, I get yeah. what you're. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I just, I, I just. So, like, I guess, yeah, go to the G League because it's not working. It's something else to try. I just would not have high expectations about it because it's it's not the league for that. Well, we'll, we'll leave it there. The Warriors beat the San Antonio Spurs tonight, one and one in the oh. back-to-back. Tim Hardaway is Tim Hardaway's excited because it was actually a 30-point win, so we can all go home happy now. I <laughs> uh, appreciate you, brother. Anytime.
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.